0: It's deep, it has um, tentacles, it has um, literally dozens and dozens of facets to it. So we're not tackling every aspect of it. We could not do that and even give it justice in three weeks. But um, if you will go back and review what I spoke about last week, um, we'll, get to, we'll get to this week and then we'll go on. So they're kind of building one on another. Um, i i i I do study this <clears throat> and I have a lot of information and um from time to time I go back to review it so I'm a connoisseur of the word in time or prophetic in time study is a very detailed uh script and so here we are tonight now i've asked for the Larry to help me, and um, this is the this is his most favorite moment to be up here. He was asking to come up to the platform forever and ever and ever, and that's why he doesn't want to look at you. He's going to look at me, and we're going to have us a conversation, and you all get to get to get to um, join into our conversation because that's how we're going to do it, and and um, we're going to try to to simplify this because it because it can get um, uh, pretty deep in, in some areas and. So if you are not aware or not fully grasp all the scriptures, um, we're going to try to just work through, um, some of those scriptures and make sure that there is a clear understanding. So based upon last week and then this week, now, if you didn't hear last week, it's okay. We're going to kind of bring you in to the scripture. So, well, Larry, welcome to the platform for the first time in your entire existence. And I hope not the last time, but I'm sure you'd like it to be, but, um, I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, so is your microphone on? I think it's on. Okay, you you might have to turn Larry up, um, and i i our our crew is helping us with with scriptures. Um, so we're we're gonna just take a look at um, at a screen, and before we get to before we get to this, uh, uh, let me just kind of set up. Um, a small overview of the scripture. The book of Genesis begins, the first five books were written by Moses. They're called the Torah, the Pentateuch. And the first 10, 11 chapters um, is detailing about. 2,000 years of history and then we push the brakes and all of a sudden Abraham comes about now from the very beginning um, there is a there's this disobedience and um, from the garden comes blood blood sacrifices and so after the garden all this blood sacrifice takes place and and we've talked about this, Larry, the, 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 much, the, 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 the lambs, the, so much sacrifice, so much of, of the sacrifices that were made. Then comes Abraham, and then Isaac, and then Jacob, and then Joseph. And from Jacob comes 12 tribes. Uh, Levi is removed. He becomes a, priest, a priestly family. He has no inheritance. Um, the people take care of the, the priesthood. So there's no tribe of Levi that actually attained um, a property. And Joseph is is also removed, but in his place, the honor was given to his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. So thus, the 12 sons of Jacob are whittled down to 10. And then Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, are brought in. 12 tribes of, of Israel. And Israel is the actual name that God gave to Jacob. So Jacob's name originally was subplant or deceiver. And now he's going to have an authority with the Lord. God gave him a name. It's wonderful when God renames you, isn't it? And so uh, from that, we, we, we have this, this uh, growth of, of, of the, the house of Jacob. Until Moses comes along, the lawgiver, the deliverer, Moses, let my people go. And um, he brings them out. And then Joshua leads them. They go into this land of Canaan. And everything's going really well until uh, the people lose their mind. And they say, we want a government. We want government. We want a king. And that, you know, when people really clamor for government, they've lost their ever-loving marbles. And that's what's happening today, right now. Everybody loves it. We want government. Well, um, I don't want to get off on this thing because, because I'm so close to, to, to riding on, on the road or on the, on the coattails of Patrick Henry. We just got to, okay. So government, so government. Um, but government's going to fail and the people are going to fail. So you have Saul, he backslides. You have David, he does some wrong and splinters the kingdom. Uh, you've got Solomon, he starts out really good, but then he decides he wants 700 wives and 300 concubines, who can afford all that? And uh, no wonder why he was a wealthy guy, and so, I mean, and then, then you've got Rehoboam and Jeroboam and the kingdom split, and now you've got northern tribe and southern tribe, and you 've got different capitals and you 've got Samaria and jerusalem and and then from that you 've got kings now they 're turning over and over and over, and some of them are serving for a little while, and some of them are not some of them their mothers kind of were, were actually running the kingdom, and their sons were the were the figureheads and and i don 't know where that 's ever come from, but that that happens you know um, and and then the people would would do real well, and then they would rebel. And then God would punish them and he would send an oppressor and then they would be oppressed and then they would repent and then God would restore them again. And this is the cycle over and over and over again. Peace, sin, punishment, repentance. Peace, sin, punishment, repentance. Until all of those sacrifices kept kept going and now we land at the final moment when When Israel is, the people were just, they were taken away because God was done. He was so done with what they were doing. Um, Paul will write this. He'll say, God is not mocked. God will not be mocked. Whatever we sow, we will also reap. He says in chapter 6 of Romans, What shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid God forbid. And uh, I don't think we understand what those words mean. If God forbids something, that's a, bad, that's a bad deal. Amen. So through this time, something's going to happen. And the final big empire is, well, the, the, the original big empire is going to rise up. And, and so in that empire, uh, that's the Babylonian Empire. They're going to go to Israel, and they're going to basically wipe out Israel and take all these Isra- Israelis, the Jewish people, captive and bring them back. And, um, and when, they, when they come back, then a prophet is going to rise up, and his name is Daniel. And most people will remember Daniel because he was in a lion's den three days, but that was just one moment of his life. There's so much more about Daniel that is unexplored. And so that's kind of where we're going to begin. And so, Larry, I'm going to, we're just going to talk about this because something happens with Daniel and um, he's in Babylon because this is the empire. So, so t- talk to me a little bit about yeah, so, Daniel's experience there. So
1: Daniel is praying to God to restore Jerusalem. Yes. And in his praying and supplication. He receives visions.
0: Yeah, are you, can you hear him? No. Uh-uh. Okay, well, you've got to listen. This sound system costs multiple kidneys. Uh-huh. So if you... Am I good? Yeah, there
1: good. we go. I can hear myself now.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so while Daniel is praying for God to restore Israel back to its place... He has visions, and God sends Gabriel, the archangel, to interpret the vision to help Daniel to understand, Mm -hmm. and that's when we first start to read about the prophecy of of the future of the state of Israel, and where we first receive the mention of the Daniel 70 weeks
0: Daniel seventy weeks. So we're we're going to talk about Daniel seventy weeks, and and if I could have my the prophecy of Daniel on the screen, and then we can kind of look. We're going to walk through this, Larry, so that so that the people here will know. So if we go to the very top, um, the very top, we're looking at these great empires, right? We're looking at Babylon, and when Babylon falls, Persia takes over. And these are two massive empires. They're ruling the world. And then Greece, the Greeks come. And there's a great empire. Um, and then from the Greeks. The Romans come. Um, and so that's the last great empire. So we'll go back to, to, to Babylon here. And let's, let's look at even the timeline. Of Israel in their land. And Daniel sees or his he's he's given uh, this this um, this vision, so the scripture of daniel given, chapter nine go ahead
1: yeah he's given a vision about the the seventy weeks, and one thing I want to mention is in the vision the the uh, angel uh, speaks to Daniel about seventy weeks and he he uh, Breaks up the 70 weeks into the 69 weeks, which comes into 483 years, each week being seven years.
0: So the scripture is Daniel chapter 9, and I think we have it right. So you'll have to bear with us because we're, we're going to kind of go through these scriptures. Uh, is Laurie, okay, excellent. So here we go. Uh, Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city, to finish their transgression and to make an end of sins and to make a reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot
1: of, that's a lot of history right there.
0: Okay, that's history. So he, he is starting with these 70 weeks and that's an interesting thing. So yeah. let's go back to the other screen and just kind of look at that then. W- what is happening here first, uh, Larry Leviticus? What's happening with the, with the 70 weeks? Land Sabbath. What's going on? Well,
1: the, I don't know if anybody has read the book, the Shemata book that's been written. Yeah. The, the Jews didn't allow their land to rest. Okay. So that was the penalty. They were, they were taking captivity for 70 years.
0: Every seventh year, they were not supposed to.
1: Not supposed to plant and right. harvest.
0: Right. Yes.
1: yes. But they didn't do that. They kept doing what they weren't but supposed they were, to do. They were
0: greedy. They wanted, yeah. they wanted the, the, the proceeds so instead of resting the land, um, they, they just worked they, through it.
1: They kept working,
0: right. And so then they're, then they're taken captive by Babylon. Right. And so, so the land so did rest, and they were there for 70 years.
1: That was the 70 years that they were to repay the land,
0: right. Just a preaching point, Larry, which you wouldn't do, but I yeah. will do that because I'm the preacher. You know, God's going to get what's coming to him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know he demands something, and the people they said, "Well, we don't care. We're we're gonna get, we're gonna keep it anyway." I, I would just tell you, all of you who decide you're not going to give tithing, you will, you may not give that tithing to God, but it will go from your hands. It will be stripped from you, because it doesn't belong to you. <laughs> so you know. That's a little disconcerting, right? It is prophecy <laughs> teaching, but but you know there's always time for tithe. Right. <laughs> so here so here it is. Well, You've got you you have seventy years They're in the Babylonian captivity. Okay. So, so, a,
1: so the seventy years was over, the Babylonians were defeated by the Persians.
0: What happened to to Israel? What happened to Jerusalem? And when when Babylon came, what happened?
1: When Babylon came, they destroyed Jerusalem. Okay. They burned it to yes. the ground. Okay. And destroyed it and took all the Jews captive back to Babylon for slaves. Okay. And then, but at the end of the 70-year period, the Babylonians were defeated. The the new king had favor on the Jews. Right. Of course, Daniel's been praying for this to happen. Yes. And, and so the new king allows the Israelis to go back to Jerusalem
0: okay.
1: and begin to rebuild the walls. And so that, so and,
0: Nehemiah is going back, he's building the walls, and the temple um, yeah. is being built. And that,
1: and that is in, the, in the, the angel Gabriel, when he interpreted the dream, that is in the dream that they would go back. There would okay. be uh, seven weeks and then 62 weeks, with a total of 69 weeks before Messiah be cut off. Okay, and, uh, Okay. well, this, this
0: is a lot of weeks, Larry. What is a week? What does that mean, a week? Is it a literal week, Monday, Sunday through through, through Saturday? What is the week? Well,
1: they, the angel interpreted the vision that Daniel had and said that each week was seven years. Okay. So seven weeks, the first seven weeks are 49 years. Okay. So they re- rebuilt the walls. Okay. And then when they set up, then they were set up their nation, they were living their time, and they lived 62 more weeks Okay. For a total of 483 years before Jesus was on the scene.
0: Okay, well, what was the prophecy there to Daniel that the Messiah would come or Jesus would come? That,
1: that the Messiah would be cut off and, and then uh, that was to... Uh,
0: so, when, when the Messiah is cut off, cut off what does that mean, Larry? The Messiah is cut off, what is that? He, he was crucified. Okay, so cut off means he's crucified. He was, so he, the So, the angel is giving this prophecy or this interpretation to Daniel. And, and he's saying that there's going to come a time when the Messiah is going to be cut off. Okay. So that, that, if we're looking at this chart, so from, from Jerusalem destroyed in 606, all the way down to uh, 33 AD, that is the measurement of that time. Is that correct?
1: 483 years.
0: 483 years. But that leaves the last seven um, the, the last seven years is like or the last yes. week. Well, yes. The okay. Last
1: week, the seventieth week. Okay.
0: So after the after the Messiah is cut off or Jesus dies, now what now what happens?
1: Well one thing I want to mention is uh that I do not hope everybody gets this is that Daniel through his dream or God through the angel Gabriel actually told the Jews when the Messiah was going to be on the earth. Okay. He actually tells he tell them he yeah. told them. Yeah. We did this really good in practice today. <laughs> That's all
0: right. <laughs> no, we're, we're talking through it. We're talking through it because I do want to know that. How would he? How would they know? How would they have known? Yeah. I,
1: you know, the Lord tells like he's telling us now. Yes. When the end's going to be? You know, we've got a really good idea. We just have to. To figure it out and accept it
0: well the well the the years have been given, so Daniel had the years given to him, and even the temple being restored that was that was a prophecy given to him, so the Messiah is cut off where he dies, and now after that after that death, uh yeah. something happens with the weeks
1: well, yeah
0: well. Also,
1: in, in Luke 23, when Jesus is crucified, the veil is torn. Okay. That's another thing that we want to make sure we remember is the veil was torn, which God, they would, the priest would go beyond the veil once a year mm-hmm. to make a blood sacrifice, sprinkle blood on the mercy seat. Okay. But God wasn't doing, when, when Christ was crucified and shed his blood, then the Lord wasn't going to the... Mer- he wasn't doing the, the, uh, the Holy of Holies anymore, going to right. sprinkle blood right. on the mercy yes. seat. Jesus yes. was the, yes. the blood, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, of course, there's, there's multiple different um, utterances and, 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 and details of the death of Jesus Christ. There's an earthquake... People are walking out of tombs, walking around yeah, Jerusalem. A lot of the veil is torn, which is which is an impossibility from top to bottom. The scripture doesn't say from bottom to top, but from top to bottom. It's a great indication that it had to be some supernatural thing. Right. And now the Holy of Holies is exposed. I mean, the Ark of the Covenant is exposed. Everything yeah. that used to be hidden is exposed. So,
1: so we uh, know from there, the, basically the church age started. Okay. So we're not we 're not basically dealing with Israel anymore we 're dealing with the church age
0: okay, so now the church age and, and and what is the church age larry what's what does that denote what what is this church age well
1: the dispensation of grace the Bible talks about uh, the Bible talks about the time of the gentiles
0: okay the, uh,
1: we, have, we know from Romans chapter eleven that the the Gentiles were grafted in mm-hmm. and we are we are uh, living in that time now.
0: Well, up until that time, everything was of the Jews, so yes. the Gentiles never even were in the picture. There was no no Gentile in the picture. Um, in fact, they even said the salvations of the Jews. And, in fact, the first Gentiles that really received this was not was really not Acts ten. It was Acts chapter, chapter 8. eight. That was the, um, the that was the Ethiopian eunuch. Right. So. Um, Philip baptized Ethiopian eunuch in Jesus' name, and then it opens up and now we 've got all this time where it started there, and now it's um, now it's it 's been about two thousand years of the church age
1: right about thirty years after the crucifixion, the Romans came in and destroyed the temple. there okay. was no temple the Jews were scattered throughout the world, and the the Jewish nation didn't exist any longer. So so for the last 1,900 and almost 2,000 years, uh, there's not been a Jewish nation until just recently in history.
0: So there's a pause. So there's Daniel sees 70 weeks. 69 weeks are are accomplished. But there's one week. And that week week hasn't started, but how do we know that? How do we know that the 70th week um, hasn't already existed and and it's going to start? So where does that that come from in the scripture?
1: Well, in uh, Isaiah chapter 11, Mm -hmm. it talks about uh, uh, it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people. So the first time he recovered Israel was from the Babylonian captivity. Okay. But now prophecy, we're talking about the second time uh, that that the Lord's going to bring his people back. So we have a lot of prophecy in Isaiah and Ezekiel, of course, Ezekiel 37, where the nation of Israel is coming back. He's gonna bring the nation of Israel back. And
0: there hasn't been a nation of Israel for hundreds and hundreds of years Almost until two thousand years. Yes. Right. Until nineteen forty-eight. Yes. And so now the nation of Israel comes comes to fruition. So yeah. the beginning of the 70th week, tell me, tell me that again. This is the beginning of the 70th week. I think the,
1: I think that when Israel came back and it and I, once again there's another Scripture, Isaiah eleven twelve 12,
0: okay. says that he
1: shall set up an ensign
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the nations. All right. He shall assemble the outcasts of Israel together that were dispersed to the four corners of the world. And
0: so what's the end sign?
1: So the end sign that Israel has become a nation again. Right. That's right. the end sign. Okay. And Israel has been going through war since they became a nation in 1948. Which at that time they were restricted in the area that they were actually going to inhabit. Right. But as the wars have occurred, they've actually increased their land mm-hmm. and, and controlled more and more land. So
0: 1948 was a war. There was a there was a battle there. Yes. 1967 was the. Sixty seven is a famous war. Yeah. And they took, war. That's
1: when they took control of Jerusalem. Eastern Jerusalem, okay. the Golan Heights, mm-hmm. uh, um, the West Bank. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, as time has been going along, Israel has been establishing itself more and more. Okay. The same. At the same time, there's a a great falling away. Jesus talked about, you know, before this is all going to happen, there's going to be a great falling away. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been we've all been seeing that in our country, let alone in Europe and, and a lot of the other countries
0: what would be what would be the falling away if we if we describe it what is that falling away what changed what do they fall away from
1: yeah well i would it's in the news today or in the last few days we've had these uh the ivy league colleges they were established over 100 years ago 150 years ago they, these colleges were established as Christian colleges mm-hmm. that were going to help ministers to develop their skills and get become educated. Today, those colleges are anti-God. Yes, they're anti-God and they're, and, and they're anti-Jew. Yes, they've fallen away.
0: And I think and, they're and indicative society
1: has allowed that.
0: And the school system is the same way. Our public school, the school system. system is the same way.
1: Yeah, I think we could we could kind of come to an agreement that there's been a big change. So you could you could call it a falling away. I think.
0: Well, even if you if you go from a Christian or a Christian uh, uh, Judaism, Judeo Christian concept, um, there has been a departure from those first principles. I, I would I would say this, and I we've talked about this before, but. I think the United States is always a couple steps behind Europe. And Europe has become absent. M- many Europeans never even heard of Jesus Christ. In fact, they've become so humanistic and so, so secular. Um, that, that enlightenment period they went through in Europe, uh, that's gone. And 100 years ago, the yeah. United States went through it too. And now we're on a fast decline, uh, the decay of that. So we can yeah. kind of see that, the yeah. falling away. You know, some people will say, "Well, it's a falling away from from um, from a particular doctrine," but if we look at at it globally, um, it would be a falling away from the recognition of God, or that there yes, is a God.
1: That there is right. right.
0: So, go back to this again because I want to know the the introduction um, of the last uh, of the last seven years, and talk to me about Matthew chapter twenty four. So it's it's gonna talk about this and 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 I'll set this up because you and I have been to Israel many, many times. I don't know how many times we've been to Jerusalem, dozens of times there. So we're we're on the Mount of Olivet, Mount of Olives, yeah. and we're looking down. And to if we go down to our right a little bit, that's the Garden, Garden. of Gethsemane. Yeah. So tell us what you're looking at when we're when we're looking down and, and what's, yeah. what you're seeing in the prophetic
1: word. Yeah, well, Jesus, when he's on the Mount of Olives, looking out over the city of Jerusalem, basically, he's looking at the temple because okay. of the eastern gates there, the temple's there, and he's beginning to tell this story to his disciples about what is going to happen yes. in the future and about how that there's not going to be one stone left upon another. And, and he begins to prophesy, and as he goes through this list of Wars and rumors of wars and pestilences and, and that kind of thing. And he begins to talk about the olive tree and basically establishing uh, Israel. And then he goes in and says it, uh, it's in uh, Matthew 24, verse 34. Really saying to these, this generation shall not pass until all these things become fulfilled. And we know okay. it seems like he's talking about the nation of Israel. Right. That once Israel has reestablished itself in all the prophecies, which we've seen happening, uh, that that generation mm-hmm. is going to, they're going to see everything So the olive branch true.
0: is established. This is the olive branch. This has been the established. The nation of Israel. Yeah. And so then he says, this generation shall not pass until all these things be accomplished. Yeah. So... When does that generation begin? W- well, when, when did that start? Would, it, it, would have, it had to start with the nation of Israel, yeah. with the inception of the nation of Israel. Yes. Of course, we know that many scholars also believe that, and hundreds and hundreds of scholars also believe the same thing. Mm-hmm. But they got the generation wrong. So in 1988, a man wrote a book, 88 Reasons Why the Lord's Coming Back in 1988, yeah. Uh, of course they were
1: thinking 40 years.
0: They were thinking 40 years. They everyone thought a generation was 40 years. But he didn't come back in 1988 and then came Y2K and he didn't come back in Y2K. Then came 9/11 and he didn't come back in 9/11. So we know now that a generation is not 40 years. Uh but the Bible tells us what it what what a in generation Psalms. would be.
1: Yeah, in Psalms.
0: Psalm chapter 90, I think it's verses 9 and 10. And it says um, uh, that uh, that you live uh, seventy years, years. three score and ten, or eighty years by reason of strength. So, so all the scholars started with nineteen forty eight. That was the big moment when we knew the prophetic time was coming nineteen forty eight because Israel comes back again. Say it again. He gathered them the first time after Babylon, right? And then,
1: and then of course. Uh, they were destroyed and scattered by the Romans 2,000 years ago. And then he, through, the, through his prophecy in and, and the Bible, he gathered them again. And this is basically uh, the beginning of the end. It's the end sign.
0: The end sign. So 1948, and scholars all agreed. So if a generation, according to Psalm 90, is 70 years or 80 years, all you have to do is add. We're not going to add 40 like they did but 70 plus 1948 is 2018. Mm -hmm. 80 years is 2028. So we could be right in the middle of uh, of that final moment where this generation would not pass. Now, we don't know, Larry, you and I don't know, if the Lord's gonna come back in 2029. But, boy, there's more indication that this is gonna come back, he's coming back now. So we've got this.
1: Because we have the prophecy that all the world is going to come against Israel. Right. And I don't know how many people watch the news, but it seems like all the world is against Israel now.
0: That's right. Who would have thought that in 1939, when Adolf Hitler was, well, actually it was a little earlier than that, he hadn't even really risen to prominence, but he was giving speeches. And the economic depression of Germany, war is very good for the economy. (laughs) And um, it's a terrible thought. But So he rises up, and he blames the Jewish population for the degradation of Germany. And who would have thought that in the early 1940s, um, when all the world... uh, were, was fighting against this powerhouse of Germany. That today, there are so many people uh, now calling for the eradicate, eradication it's of, of Israel. Jews. Yeah, you know, when people say "from the river to the sea," that's the annihilation of a whole population. What they're actually saying is, we want to kill every Jew. What river? Yeah. They don't even know what river they're talking about. They don't even yeah. know what sea they're talking about. So. We're not just seeing this here in the United States. We're 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 looking at this in Europe. We're looking. People are marching. They're marching down lanes and and they're they're interrupting um, all of the all all kinds of speeches. And so, it 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 almost looks like, at least the spirit that existed in late thirty nine and early forties is now infested. The world is against, and they're turning quickly. Uh, against israel yeah
1: there was a time in europe when in the last hundred years the europeans actually kind of fell away from christianity the church uh but the void was filled by another people and they're and they have a religious conviction
0: that's like totally against the jews well it's, it's, islam. it's islam islam has filled that void now of course we right. know there's one point six billion Muslims in the world, and there's varying degrees of Muslims, like there's varying degrees of Jews and christian christians and and um, secularist and agnostic people um, but but there's a significant portion of Islam that wants to destroy israel i mean that 's their charter're they're, they 're they're very happy they're celebrating yeah. october seventh yeah.
1: but yeah, years ago, whenever I first we're reading and, and reading Revelation and trying to understand, and I never realized the Muslim effect that it was going to have. And then I think ten, fifteen years ago, maybe the the, uh, the uh, Arab Spring, they yes. call it in history, yes. the Arab Spring, and there was a lot of migration, and a lot of turnover in the Arab countries, and. A lot of them ended up migrating to Europe. That's where uh, Britain actually didn't like the idea, and then Brexit happened yes. because of that. But a lot of the European countries allowed migration of of Muslims of Arabs into their into their land, and then all of a sudden, even though they're minorities, they're very outspoken, mm-hmm. they're very controlling, and they're religious. And their religion is is against Israel, against the Jews, right. and and that kind of thing has happened in the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. But we never would have thought yes. that that so, this was how
0: it was going to work. And we're racing toward that. So, or, so when they abandoned sorry. Christianity in whatever form it was, mm-hmm. that was filled first with secularism and humanism, and then humanism is now, and secularism is being filled with another religion, and um, while in other parts, um, uh, global climate uh, change is now a new religion, um, transgenderism is a new religion, mm-hmm. and um, so there's other religions that, that, and they're really at odds with one another, and so you've got this church age, and so we, we come to the end, and how where is, where is that, where does that stop? Where does the church age stop?
1: Well, I think it could be it could stop any time. It basically with the rapture.
0: The, the rapture
1: that when uh, Jesus talks about the time of the Gentiles being fulfilled, when Paul wrote in Romans that when the time of the Gentiles come in, when that when the when the Is church age fulfilled means open. complete, does that mean complete? Yeah, complete. Yeah. Okay.
0: So at the time of the Gentiles being fulfilled that's the end of the we church we believe
1: age. that right we believe and the scripture seems to hold it up that this rapture is going to be the end of the church age and then Daniel's 70th week will begin okay the church will be will be raptured out will escape the, the wrath of that's coming
0: okay i'm i'm looking at this and then i'm i can and of course the scripture is is pretty clear about a a a week and Seven years, and then when we get to this last there's this pause um, and then we and then we have the church age and then then we have this last one called the tribulation and um, now we have three and a half and three and a half what what is explain to us the division here of three and a half uh, uh, years I suppose you know in the, what and the that last
1: mean? seven the last week, Daniel's seventieth week or the last seven years it is it is uh wrote about or that it was gonna be cut in half. Okay. Three and a half years. Forty two months, uh twelve hundred and sixty days. There's a lot of uh scripture that talks about that three and a half years into that seven years that this uh the Antichrist or the the world, the president of this new world order he will come to the temple mm-hmm. and and basically say that he's god
0: so we 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 discover this in the scripture i'll just offer a couple of scriptures daniel chapter 9 verse 27 and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week he meaning the antichrist for yes. one week yes. so we're not talking about days we're talking about years and so in daniel 725 um it's given into the hand of this antichrist, uh, time, times, and the dividing of times. So, uh, what does that Which, mean? Time, being times.
1: Interpreted, that would be three and a half years. Three and a half years. So, a time is one year. One year. Time times is
0: times two. is two denotes two, and dividing time is half of that.
1: And we know that because we've it's it's been written forty two months. Right, that's Revelation thirteen
0: five. Yes. Revelation 13, 5, there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. So I'm, I, I believe that's the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And power was given to him to continue 42 months. Yeah. So 42 months is three and a half years. Um, yeah. And th- there's another one, uh, uh, Larry. It's Revelation twelve six. The woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God. That they should feed her there, and the woman obviously is talking about Israel. Israel right? A thousand two hundred and three score days, twelve hundred and sixty days. Right. So three and a half years. Three and a half years is forty two months or, or twelve hundred and sixty days. So that's where we're getting the last moment of tribulation is is three and a half. So this so it's divided. Three, this three
1: and a half years has been emphasized over and over and right. over again. It's a major happening. So talk about why lesson.
0: is that divided then? Why is the last week divided? What happens in the division here?
1: Well, the church to me, the church is gone. The rapture has happened. The church is gone. The salt and the light is gone away from the world. Uh, God has turned his eye toward Israel. And basically he's about to fight the rest of the world and, and bring his judgment on, on the earth okay. through that. Yeah, it seems like there's gonna be this three and a half years before, from from the beginning of the seven years to that three and a half year time, the world just has seems to just be in a mess. And you can once the church is gone, once the church has left, we can almost see what really is gonna you know, things are just gonna yeah. turn bad and and continue to get worse, and for whatever reason it seems like they, the world looks to a man, a certain man who has come up in in the ranks, looks to this man to uh, take care of things, mm-hmm. and apparently he must uh, rise pretty h- quick and and to a to a point that he can go to Israel to the temple and and tell the world that he's God. So there, you must you know the Bible talks about a little here and there about about the miracles that he, that he does and the fact that there's a deadly wound and he's not, he, you know, he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. So there's some things go on and people begin to follow th- this man, mm-hmm. you know, by mistake. But they follow him and then eventually he gets enough nerve, they think, that he can just go to the temple in Jerusalem and, and, so it, and overthrow.
0: So in, in depiction of the tribulation... The tribulation is a period of time. Half of that tribulation is not persecution. Persecution begins in the second the, half.
1: When the abomination of desolation happens. So there's
0: a temple built. This is the third temple. It's built. Only the priest can go into the temple. Mm-hmm. But the Antichrist, who's also called the Son of Perdition, he goes into the temple, kicks the priest out, he makes a sacrifice himself. That's called the abomination of desolation. So he so he he um he 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 sets himself up as God, as you said, and then there's great persecution on the earth. We're talking. uh, There's a there's there's vials poured out. But before that, it's still the tribulation period of time. And as you said, when the salt and light is gone, can you imagine what the world would be uh, without light, without an intercessor, without a church, without without preserving power. So we're already looking at the introduction of what darkness looks like. I think all the things that are happening to us, um, we're looking at degradation and the door of degradation opening up. I'll just, I didn't, yeah. I, didn't I didn't give this to you before, but I'll, I'll, I'll share something. Uh, 15 years ago, Larry, there was not one child um, uh, 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 clinic for anything that we know as gender-affirming care. Today, there's over 100 clinics because money has been given to change the the, the body and the construct of children. Mm-hmm. There's over 100 in the United States. So it's like we've leapfrogged into this place and, and not to be too graphic, but there's, there's no way to say it. So little girls that are 13, 14, who think that they're not a little girl, are getting double mastectomies. Um, and little boys that are 13, 14, 15-year-olds are getting chemically washed. And that means that they're taking a chemical. And um, they'll never, neither of them will ever be able to have children. Some of them are coming back and crying and realizing what a horrible thing that they've done. And yeah. so we're looking at the door of degradation.
1: Right. That's, I mean, the, that's kind of the darkness that you foresee yes. when the rapture has come. And, it, and the darkness has really started. That's how close we are, I believe, Amen. how close we are to uh, the rapture, to the Lord getting us out of here, the great escape.
0: So the rapture, when the rapture takes place,
1: yeah. we
0: know the last week begins. Yes. We know it. We don't know exactly when the temple will be built. Okay, so so we, we got to go all the way back. First, first let's pause and just say, Solomon, talk, talk to me about the temples because I think you need to walk through the temples because there was more than one, and what happened to these temples?
1: Well, we know they're were, they were all destroyed, but I know that... Uh, Solomon built a temple.
0: Solomon that built a temple. That was the first temple. Right. And then that then, was destroyed. Then
1: Ezra, then Ezra, Nehemiah, of course, and, and King Herod did, did the remodel.
0: Well, let's go through that. Solomon built a temple. It's off this map. To the left, and then the temple's destroyed, and Israel's taken to Babylon. But the Persian king allows them to go back, allows Ezra, allows Ezra to go back to rebuild, and that's the second temple. Right. Right? Yeah. But then the, that temple is kind of dismantled, really, a little bit, but not yet. Um, yeah. When Jesus is walking the earth, Herod um, expands the temple. Has remodeled. Yeah. He's remodeled. It's like a 35-acre uh, expansion. So, you still have the temple, but there's 35 acres of of, of of buildings and platforms. It's amazing. But then yeah. that temple is destroyed. So, Rome burns all that down.
1: Yes, right. The so did
0: these great empires of Babylon, um, Persia, Greece, and Rome, Rome burns it down. So, now we're talking about a third temple. There will be a third temple built.
1: We know that because Scripture tells us that the, the Antichrist goes to the temple and desolates the temple. He makes the temple desolate. So we know that there's going to be a, a third temple. Uh, and kind of the way I see it is this war that's going on with Israel. Uh, Israel will eventually conquer their enemies. I, that's The Bible tells us that in Psalm 83 and, and uh, Isaiah 17 and Jeremiah 49. Israel's going to win the wars, and what happens when they win the war? Then there's going to be a peace treaty signed, and they're going to get their way. They're they're going to win the war, so the spoils of war goes to the victor, yes. and they're going to they're going to get their way to build their temple on the on on the Temple Mount.
0: I don't know if you remember. Uh, this is man 20 years ago. We were in we were in in Jerusalem. And the yeah. first temple museum, you know that that little the museum, temple well, institute. The temple institute. We went downstairs into that little cove. It was like a nothing place, and we're all sitting around these hard benches. And those two guys walk out, and they talk to us about about the artifacts the that they're of the building. Temple, yeah. You know, different things they're going to build. They're building these things. And remember, I asked, "What about the mercy seat?" They said, "We never heard of that." Of course they didn't want to talk about it because the mercy seat is, is the ark
1: of the covenant it's
0: the lid of the ark of the covenant they didn't want to tell us but now this year in march do we go in march or february march oh my goodness where'd the time go we're getting so old we're, you're getting uh, i'm uh,
1: really getting old okay <laughs>
0: and now this is a this wonderful thing we walk up the stairs into this beautiful area.
1: They have all the stuff.
0: All the all the stuff is there. We're talking about the ephod. Right. We're talking the about red the, the red heifer, now they've got the red heifer. They've got all of that. And then they tell us, they've been telling us, oh yeah, we know where the Ark of the Covenant is. They
1: found it. Right. So they
0: have everything. All they need is the so construction. They've been,
1: they've been really doing a lot of digging around Israel for the last 15, 20 years. Yes. They're they're digging everywhere trying to find all these artifacts.
0: So they're gonna build that temple. Okay.
1: They're gonna build the temple which's going which is gonna just be part of this
0: the uh, last seven years so so I, I want to kind of go back to uh, things that i I've taught this many times you have also in your studies the the remembrance of Israel that God wanted the people to remember you know if you if you took the if you took um, a big pot of boiling water and you threw the Old Testament in it um, You'd boil it all down into one word, and that word would be remember. <laughs> remember. He always wanted everyone to remember. So you've got these festivals, which are types and shadows. And so I want you to walk through us, walk through those 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 pivot points and what they were, those three pivot points, and what they mean.
1: Yeah. So, so whenever you, you're studying... The, uh, the end time and the different things in, in, that's happened, uh, the Passover, the Israeli, they, 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 uh, they celebrate the Passover and they celebrate uh, Pentecost. Yeah. And we know the Passover, Jesus died on the Passover. The well, crucifixion. just for
0: description's sake, what was the Passover? I, I know this elementary, but somebody might be here or listening. They don't even know what that means. Because our world today always says Easter. The yeah. word Easter was only found one time in the King James Version, but really it was it always
1: back to Egypt when, the, okay. when they were when they were captivity in captivity in Egypt and Moses was there to lead them out. Yes. And just before they were led out of captivity, the Passover, the, the death angel came. They, they were to put blood on their doorposts. Right. And when they put the blood on the doorpost from the lamb, it saved them from the death angel. And the next day, they, they came out of, out of uh, slavery and, in, and headed toward the Promised Land.
0: It's, in, it's incredible because Jesus was killed or murdered on the Passover. He became,
1: the, yeah, the lamb they, slain from the foundation. They had to
0: violate law. all of their laws to execute someone on the Passover.
1: They used the Romans to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. John the Baptist looks at Jesus and said, behold the lamb of God. So yeah. Jesus is the lamb and so what happened on the Passover, Passover. the first one, yes. st- you know, they still celebrate all that. Yeah. But, but then on the Passover, when Jesus died, it was fulfilled. Right. So the first festival has been fulfilled. It's done.
1: Yep.
0: It was given as a sign. And then on, the, on that day of the Passover, Jesus was crucified and yeah. the lamb was slain. Okay, go to the next one. Then
1: the next one, fifty days later, Pentecost. We, you know, Book of Acts, on the the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Holy Ghost was poured out. That's that the type and shadow where their first Pentecost was Moses received the law up in the mountain. He received the law, yeah. And uh, in the in in the New Testament. Uh, the realization is that we receive the Spirit. Okay. The laws written on our heart.
0: Right. Jeremiah says, that I'm going to take out yeah. your stony so the, heart, that, that stone, I'm going to put in the heart of flesh. I'm going to write yeah. my law on the tablets of your heart.
1: Yes. So, so that's been, that was right on. So if you really start to, to see this perspective that the 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 history is being played out through these feasts that that the uh, the Jews have always celebrated the next, the next celebration or the next holiday is the Feast of Trumpets. Well,
0: when you go to the first two, and based upon just our, our, our study here from Daniel, why can't the Jews see this? Why don't they see, is there, what, what does the scripture say? They're, they're not seeing, even Jesus looked at them and said, search a scripture. For in them you yeah. ye think ye have life, and they are they which justify me. Why don't they see that?
1: Uh. I don't remember the scripture where it was at, but it, it talks about. I think it's in, in Romans where they Jesus actually or it's Paul writing it yeah. that they were they were blinded that the okay. Jews were blinded. And I'm not I, you know I don't I don't know if I'm remembering the answer I'm supposed to say.
0: <laughs> You're the one who told me that, and I thought that was really great. <laughs> I just remember the question I'm supposed to ask. You. Um, yeah, so but but they were blinded. And uh, yeah, the 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 the, that chapter and verse is escaping me in Book of Romans. Me too. Um, But they're blinded from that because there's so many indications. I mean, the death of Jesus Christ, the Book of Isaiah, Isaiah 53. Some
1: of the Jews did get it. I mean, not all of them, but some of them did. But right. But most of them didn't. It seems
0: as time goes by, as time you know, after 70 A.D. In fact, after the first century church, of course, the gospel was, was spread, but yeah. then there was a drift away, and yeah. they went back into tradition. Yeah. And um, the Lord, he, he, he actually, he rebuked them. In Mark chapter 7, verse 13, he said, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, and many such like things do ye. So they're steeped in tradition, yeah. but there's going to come a day when their eyes are going to be awakened. And um, yeah, then that's that day's coming well, there, when
1: the Lord comes back for the second time. Okay, and, and they receive it. But what, I, what we're trying to get at is yeah. what I was trying to get at on the on the Feast of Trumpets is the after Pentecost, the next holiday for the Jews are the Feast of Trumpets, and it's a. But
0: it's there's a multiple different names for that, so it's the Feast of Trumpets, Sukkot, Passover, so, Right. Yom so, Yom so you've got this festival here. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, but fine. you had this festival and, and the Sukkot is the, is the tabernacles. So they would, they were remembering how they had to live in tabernacle tents, movable tents. And we used to sing about it. You know, this world's not my home passing through. And that was kind of like they knew they weren't going to stay uh, living in those tents. And, mm. and that also, that same festival is also called the Feast of Trumpets now. Go from there, Larry, because I think this is critical. I'm, I'm, well, it, two have been fulfilled. Right.
1: Two have been fulfilled. And we're when we're thinking or reading, trying to study the end time, trying to figure out, Jesus did tell us we're going to, we may not know the day or the hour. Yeah. But when you study the feast, the, the Jews at the Feast of Trumpets, they don't know the day or the hour, so they have a two-day Feast.
0: For
1: they've they've set up the two day feast for trumpets because they don't know the the day or the hour, and it's set up with the new moon and the position of the moon. Okay. So it, it it's always kind of intrigued me that with all the Passover, Pentecost, now Feast of Trumpets, which is the last trump, uh, the trump when the trumpet sounds, the, the rapture, it, they coat they kind of go together. Right. So. I mean, I've always kind of taught, and my Bible says it's, it's pretty close similarity there to Feast of Trumpets to the point where I know the Feast of Trumpets next year is on September 15th, 16th, and 17th is when, he, is when that's going to come, come to pass next year. So
0: that's the only one that has not been fulfilled. It's not
1: been fulfilled
0: yet. Passover fulfilled. Pentecost was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. The Feast of Trumpets, Sukkot, has not been fulfilled.
1: It's not been fulfilled yet.
0: And but. and Paul wrote um, that the Lord's going to come with a shout with the trump or trumpet of the archangel. Yes. So the trumpet is the rapture, which is also called the, we know it as the catching away, mm-hmm. um, comes with a trumpet sound. So this has not yet been f- fulfilled. And, and usually that festival is between sometimes September, October. September, the October. The lunar, right. uh, there, there's, right. there's, there's a lunar indication in there. Yeah. Yeah. So... So now we get to this point where we have, we have this fighting going on right now. And Hamas and Hezbollah, these, these uh, very radical groups, um, are using people uh, to shield them. And we know that there is some movement here. But I think the scripture also talks about Damascus. So I want you to just tell us a little bit, how is that evolving? And where does Damascus come into play in the prophetic timeline?
1: Well, in, in Isaiah 17, it talks about Damascus becoming a burdensome city, and that they, that Israel will flatten or basically destroy the city of Damascus. And, it, and in our news today, in our news today, uh, Damascus is basically a terminal or a distribution center for the anti-Israel militaries from Syria, from Iran, Hezbollah there in the north is a close similarity. So it it seems like all those scriptures are just kind of lining themselves up. The Psalm 83 war uh, with Isaiah 17, they're they're lining themselves up. It's, uh, you know, the the scripture and, and the reality of today is, I mean, it's just right there. I mean... We're, we're so close, it's not, you know, it's yes.
0: and, and, not and a lot
1: more time left. When you
0: were talking about the Antichrist, he'd have to have a vehicle um, to set up his government. Well, we, ha- we have the vehicle. It's in New York City. And the vehicle is United Nations.
1: The United Nations, right.
0: And, and when we talk about uh, the Mark of the Beast or one world government, um, you cannot buy or sell. Well, how can you do that with currency? You can't. You cannot inhibit anyone from buying and selling selling if you have actual currency in your hand.
1: Yeah. Uh, But but they're, yeah, they're trying to do away with that. The cashless society is right on the brink.
0: We have Bitcoin. We have Ethereum. Yeah. We have a numbers of of now um, um, chains where it's a digital market. There's a digital market and you can control all that. So... You know, I, I think we'd be blind to say, well, none of this stuff is really, boy, the, you know, these are all coincidence. This is not true. These are not just a coincidence. I mean, the scripture has given us, the, we don't know the time, the day, or the, or, or, or the hour. Yeah. But Jesus did say, you can see the signs of the sky. You know when it's going to rain with, with all these indications. I mean, he gave the Jews all of this information so they would know his, his first coming. Yeah, he told them when he was going to be there. And I think it's telling us pretty
1: close, not the day or the hour, but we're but I think if we're really looking for it, which the Bible teaches us to be doing, to be working at it and looking for it, and I think if you're looking for it and knowing and learning the scriptures, that you know it''s it's, it, it's right here. we're just right on the brink of the rapture, and it's to it's not going to be long. And the Bible's telling us enough. The, the Bible has given us quite a bit of information. Yes, about the end time. There's a lot of prophecy. A lot of it. It takes um, Isaiah 28 says a line upon line, precept mm-hmm. upon precept. Mm-hmm. A little here, a little there. But if you find those precepts and that, it, it it all kind of kind of comes together and points to the fact that we're right on there. Right At the time,
0: because of the various books that that the prophetic word is is found,
1: yeah,
0: all of those books um, when when i When I talk about prophecy from time to time, someone will say i've heard about that all my life, yeah. of course, my question is, how long you been living
1: Yeah,
0: in the span of six thousand years of human history, you know what's a couple 50, 60, 70 years. It's nothing. Yeah. It's a drop in the bucket. But because we have heard about this and, and it, it's been sensationalized, we've become numb to what's happening. People are numb. So yeah,
1: Unless you stay in the word, unless you stay in the spirit, you, yeah, you could, you could be deceived. That's one of the things that Jesus would say when he would begin his list yeah. He, would be, he would say, be careful that you be not deceived. It's that so was easy one to of the main deceived. things he would say.
0: I'm, I'm, when I, and I'm not a historian by degree, but I am by, by study. Yeah. So I'd have to look at the bubonic plague, the Black Death. Um, there's maybe a couple of other moments that afflicted some of the European nations. But in this course, there has never been a world shutdown like there was three years ago. Right. Larry, three years ago, nobody knew what to do. We said, there's a virus, they're all going to die. Now, we know these are lies. Yeah. We know that only the people that had uh, pre-existing rather, um, issues, much like pneumonia, if they had those issues, it would affect them adversely. And we had some of our friends and wonderful people pass away. It, was, it is a very strong virus. Yeah. But we were supposed to mask up. Now there's multiple different studies from people that are, that, are, that are unbiased and saying, well, the mask doesn't work at all. Never did because the molecules are 0.03 microns mm. and they can go right through your eyeballs and your ears. And so all this stuff that was happening, we didn't know what to do. I, I, I flew on a plane, Larry. There was nobody on the plane except three guys behind me, and they all had different rows. It was wonderful. You could just lay down, and yeah. that was even – they didn't even have a mask at the time. And then yeah. the next time I flew, then you could eat a peanut, and then you had to put your mask back on as long as you are eating. I had bags of peanuts every – I just ate the whole time real slow, <laughs> real slow, real slow. I was so frustrated about the mask. And then all the kids well, had to be. We were at the mercy of the government. We were the, at the mercy of the government. The government was training all of us. Who yeah. knew? Nobody knew. No, no one knew what to do. It was a shock to us. But yeah. I think we've learned something. Yeah. The world closed, schools closed, businesses were wiped out, trillions of dollars lay dormant. You know, our own economy, this this mega trillion dollar machine shut down. And now to get it going again, there's a lot of things that have happened. Yeah. I mean, we're on the brink of things we've never seen before.
1: Yes. Um, and the Lord prophesied of pestilences in the end. Some of the things that he talked about were going to happen were going to be pestilences and different
0: things. And a pestilence is a virus. Yes. And these things happen, earthquakes. Yes. And knowledge would increase. There's never been more knowledge now. I, I'm they would no, go, People would wisdom, go to and knowledge.
1: fro and knowledge would increase. Right. We travel more than ever. The Bible talks about the end times that we would go to and fro. People travel more than ever today. And the knowledge, of course, increased. We have AI now. Yes. So all the prophecies are...
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're looking at that. Yeah, we're looking at it. And then at the end of that, Larry, that tribulation period of time, which is severe persecution. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of millions of people are dying in the last three and a half years. And then that ends with... The, with the Lord's second coming. So that's yes. his second coming. Yes. Um now we can call this That's thing.
1: when he comes to basically save Israel. Yes,
0: and he's going to set up a kingdom. It's for a 1000-year kingdom. Yes. Yeah. So, um there there's many things that are happening. Israel's gathered, they're united, they're restored, and and at that 70 there's a there's an ending to that. And this all began way back when the Daniel, battle, the Battle of Armageddon, the Battle of Armageddon becomes
1: the end. Of yes,
0: God defeats the. When I think of where we are right now, Larry, and we're sitting at this table, we don't even know how close the coming of the Lord is. I, I really, I and, and you you know my heartbeat on this because we we visited so many times. Um, you know the call. There's a call. Um, be right. Get your heart right with God. Uh, the Bible says that as in the days of Noah, and you've talked to me about this, what were the attributes of the days of Noah? He said, well, so Jesus shall said the they income. Were,
1: they were, uh, people would be marrying, given in marriage, eating and drinking. Uh, there'd be buying, selling, building, planning. That's one thing that it seems like maybe we're waiting on some disaster to happen in the world, go into some crazy spiral, and then maybe the Lord will come back and, do it but the lord taught us to make sure we were not deceived but he basically said that we would be doing things normal buying selling planning marrying and giving in marriage well marrying giving in marriage people are are making plans for the future
0: right
1: you know nobody was worried about the future so and then all of a sudden it's going to happen
0: no in fact the bible even calls noah a preacher he's preaching In fact, the Bible says, while the ark was preparing, 120 years, while Mm -hmm. the ark was preparing, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. And of course, we know that these are likenesses also of baptism. But I think my mind goes to the numbness of people, that people would come to church even. And, And I don't know what church, maybe our church, maybe other churches. Maybe they wouldn't go to church at all. Maybe they'd have a personal walk. You know, subjectivism has become this thing. I think the modern thing is I don't need a church. I don't need organized religion. I don't know what organized religion means. Is that opposed to disorganized religion? I don't know. But then they have all these excuses. But ultimately, their spirits are vexed and their hearts are cold. And their conscience is seared as with a hot iron. And I think when we look at what's happening in the prophetic word with Daniel's 70th week, I feel like no matter how much preaching, teaching goes on, no matter how many opportunities, um, some folks are never going to be aware because they are living like in the days of Noah. Yeah. But they've never seen it because no one ever seen a a flood. No one ever seen a flood.
1: No, There's never been a rapture before.
0: There's never been a rapture before. And so there's only going to be one flood and there's only going to be one rapture. And yeah. there's no do-overs. And so that's, right. that's really what, what burdens me. I mean, I, I would say this to you, and you know this, you know, my panicky. When, I'm, when I get panicky, it's that we got to go find people. Mm. we we got to find people. Ed, Ed Schaefer has laughed at me. And one year, I said, he said, Pastor, what are, you, what are you praying for? I said, I'm praying for two brand-new families. We got two brand-new families baptize them. And he patted me on the back. He said, "We got them. And he he said, "What's wrong?" I said, "I really need four new families." Mm-hmm. So he knows um, I'm I'm never satisfied with that because the panic is, "Oh Lord, we got We got to reach people. The gospel, and we've got to baptize them. We we've got we've got to teach them." But we also, as a church, has to be we have to be aware of what's happening here. We know the Lord's coming back. Who who's to say that He wouldn't come back tomorrow, or or. Okay before a Sunday. But people are not preparing for that. They're preparing for turkey, ham, all the fixings for Christmas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're, they're, they can't wait to get back home to push the Amazon button. And, and I, I personally feel very burdened um, because that last three and a half years that we talked about, where we're gone, the church is gone, man, it just seems like we're on a fast track that we've leapfrogged We've leapfrogged Hyperbold into like 50 years in advance. No one would ever talk about the, the, the desecration of the English language. It is yeah. bizarre. This is what Alexandra asked me. She said, Dad, I have a paper. I, uh, and she said, I just want, I want you to fix it a little bit, write a little bit. And she said, this is how she said it, we have a paper to, to write. <laughs> And then she Smart said, girl. yeah, she said, we need to do this, we. And I had to correct her on the pronoun. No, we, we is plural. And she said, in a correction to me, no, she said, when I say we, she says, I mean you. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the destruction of the English language. It's not he or she, it's they, them, and there's, a, there's like 50 other things. I couldn't keep up. We're learning that. And this is the introduction to that. Now, we think this is a little bit crazy, but I think we are afflicted with something called the normalcy bias. The normalcy bias. And, and I got that from what happened in Poland. Let's go all the way back, Larry, to the early uh, 1940s, the 38, 30, and, and World War II. So we're in World War II, and there's 300,000 Polish people, Jews, that can get out. But only 100,000 of them left, and the reason why is because they had normalcy bias, which means they thought things would just go back to normal.
1: They thought it'd be okay. They had a
0: bias. That's where people are today. We'll just get back to normal. We know the world was shut down. No big deal. We know there was no toilet paper in at Walmart, but it's all back now. We're all fine. Don't you, does anybody remember that? I mean, I called my brother, Scotty. I said, Scotty, what were you doing? He said, well, I don't know. I just thought I'd buy a, I buy a roast beef. Do you need it? He said, he said, no, but, but you know, everyone was buying something. I thought I'd buy one. He said, what are you doing? I said, I have bought 72 big packages of toilet paper. I said, I said, I just bought, I went to Sam's, I bought everything. I said, you know, the currency will fail, but I could, I could sell these rolls of toilet paper for $10, Next week, they put a limit on it. I think it's because of what I did. (laughs) It's a A 10-year supply. It's a 10-year supply. It's all going to go back to normal. Everything's going to be back to normal. We're okay. We're fine. And one of the problems is we have the comfort of the Pacific and the Atlantic. Uh Uh-oh. We are comforted by the Pacific and the Atlantic.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because we're not there. We're not over there, but I think the comfort is leaving us because I see when we talk about Hamas walking in our streets, people calling for jihad in our capital Mm -hmm. when they're wiping fake blood all over and, and denouncing President Biden and calling for him to change course and members of Congress calling for the eradication of the Jews. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I,
1: I don't. I don't know. The judgment is not just going to be in the Middle East. This the judgment that's going to come in those that last seven years is going to be to the whole world. That's right. Just because we live in the United States doesn't mean that we're not going to be judged, not going to be part of the judgment of this world when God judges the world, and and uh, it's not going to be fun. Right. And the Lord has given us all kinds of light into this, what's happening and what's going to happen. And you just got to listen to it. Let's
0: do a little recap. I don't even know what time it is. I'm having so much fun. Let's do a little recap, Larry. So, so are you ready? So just walk me through again. We have a problem at the beginning with a disobedience doesn't it always start there yes disobedience they
1: were captive they're in babylon but before
0: them. that before but but they didn't do something they neglected
1: they neglected to shut down that seventh year and mm-hmm. of the harvest
0: so the sabbath is must be kept this yeah. is i, I got to preach this i don't know when but you know this keeping the sabbath which is a day set aside for the lord mm-hmm. now our sabbath is sunday because the lord rose from the grave on the first day of the week. So for the Gentile, the Lord rose from the grave the first day of the week. That's our Sabbath. Yeah. How is it that everyone would agree you shouldn't murder, you don't, you don't commit adultery, you don't steal, you don't, don't put up a big Buddha in your living room, but oh, n- never mind about the Sabbath. Yeah. Uh-oh. I remember
1: as a kid, the businesses stores weren't open. I know it's been a long time ago.
0: I remember there was re- a time
1: when we did when America did honor the Sabbath. I think yes. it's,
0: it's what you just said. They have they, fallen away.
1: That's the fallen away. Isn't right. that
0: part of the fallen away? I think it is. So yeah. it, it Sunday should be a time when we do everything we can to honor that according yeah. to the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, but of the Ten Commandments, everyone agrees not to violate nine of them, but the tenth is always up for negotiation. I'm scratching my head yeah. because God, he does receive what comes to him because it belongs to him. You know, even in Malachi, the, the, the prophet, the prophet is, is writing God saying, hey, you know, you're a, you, you've stolen from me. And they said, well, what, what, what do we take? You're a thief and a robber. And they said, well, wherein?" in. He said, because you didn't return your tithes and offerings. Those belong to me. So tithing was never in my, it was never mine anyway. So I know people think, well, this is all about money. No, it's not about, look, look what happened here. They didn't let the land rest. So greed, that whole year, God was going to give produce from the- He always
1: blessed, he always blessed them. Always blessed them.
0: They they didn't have to, they didn't have to sow because in that year they weren't sowing, there was enough food to gather, always enough food to gather. God always gave enough food together. In fact, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when they got to Friday night in the wilderness, they could pick up two days worth of manna. And the manna that would spoil on every other day was preserved so that they didn't have to pick it up on the Sabbath. Now, they disobeyed God. And here we go, Larry. Just walk us through this one more time.
1: Well, they find themselves in captivity in Babylon yes but as daniel prayed for the recovery of jerusalem and time the the 70 years of captivity was done uh, the, the 70 years the babylonians were defeated and things changed
0: okay that
1: cyrus was favorable and allowed them to go back to israel to their country to their city and rebuild
0: and that would be the second temple yes and be. the wall Yep. Ezra builds the temple. Nehemiah builds the, the wall. wall.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then they just kind of, the, the statue up above is the history of that time with the, with the Greeks and mm-hmm. the Persians and, and then the Romans. And I'm looking yeah. at the
0: bottom, Larry, 483 years or 69 yes. weeks. So the first, the first week, uh, for the first time period was the 70 years. And yes. then you have 69 weeks total there. Between
1: rebuilding and then to Jesus, the crucifixion,
0: and that's when the Messiah was cut off. Or, or that's when or, the
1: Messiah was cut off, the veil was torn. Mm-hmm. God wasn't in the temple anymore. We're the temple, right? And the church. Age this is started. a new
0: dispensation. The church yes. age is another dispensation. Yes, this right. is when people received the, the gospel, the death, right. burial, the resurrection. Right. So now we've got a we've got we've got a new death, burial, resurrection. Um, uh, when you're teaching your Bible study, and someone says, well, what about the thief on the cross? He wasn't yes. baptized. I always yes. love that question. It's a beautiful question. And it is intriguing, is yeah. it not? Yeah. But Moses and, and Abraham and Joseph and Isaiah, they weren't baptized in Jesus' name either because they were all under the Abrahamic covenant because God made a covenant with Abraham. Right. So in Hebrews, it says that the testament doesn't come into play so until the death revise. of the testator. So, really, the New Testament doesn't begin in Matthew chapter 1. It begins at the end of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John when Jesus dies and rises again. So, the thief on the cross is the last cat getting into heaven. He got to slide underneath the Abrahamic covenant. He's he's, he's hanging out with Jacob and all of the guys. So, then Jesus dies and now... This church age, the church, the time which of the in, Gentiles. Which we're in now,
1: but we're, we're right at the end of it.
0: And now we're at the end of it. And the end of it has to be the mark of the, um, the end sign. Yes. Which you read, the end sign.
1: The end sign is that Israel becomes a nation again. Yes. And, we're, and basically, God is just getting the earth, getting this world ready for Israel to become the main thing. Okay, the say, is say it escape. again. The
0: first time that God brought them back was when? When was the first time the God first brought time the ever, Jews back?
1: When they come back from Babylon. Okay,
0: and the second time.
1: The second time, is uh, I'm sorry, is now,
0: isn't it, Well, yeah. 48. The second time that God brought the Jews back yes. is 1948. Because, and think of this: Israel is a small nation. It's very small. You can yeah. drive up and down Israel in a single day. It's only the size of New Jersey. I mean, it, it's. Be- New Jersey, Rhode Island, it's so small. It's the only nation that connects three continents. It's the only one. It's the bridge between Asia, Europe, and Africa. It's the only one. This small little place, and Jerusalem is even smaller yet, just this city in the mountains. But the whole world is, think of the landmass. I mean, you could put Israel like in a big cornfield. Just south of, just, just above Vincennes. Um, and all these people are clamoring over this small little piece of land
1: yeah.
0: and the city, which is an incredible place. But this is where God said, I'm gonna put my name. And so now, now we're in this age, the church age, the church age. Yeah. What a privilege to be in the church age. We're yeah, sitting in the privilege. We- We have a way of escape. We have a way of escape. And the church age ends, we believe, with the rapture, the catching away of the bride, the last trump of God. It very well appears, it could very well be, that Passover is complete and Pentecost is complete. Those things were um, fulfilled. Maybe I should say it that way. And then the Feast of Trumpets is not fulfilled. And if, if this is the indication, then the Feast of Trumpets has to be fulfilled. Yes. And that's where Paul said to the, to the church in Thessalonica. Yeah. you know, They that are asleep, they, they're not going to prevent us. I mean, there's going to be a resurrection. Yeah. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And then we which are alive remain shall be caught up together in the air to meet the Lord in the, in the sky. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Yeah. So the rapture, the salt and light, the church is the salt and light. When you remove salt, it's the preserving power. When you remove light, the absence of light is called darkness. Darkness is not known without the absence of light. So secularism, humanism, debauchery, uh, degradation. um, Good is replaced with evil. Evil is now good. The celebration of perversions. um, All of what Paul said, the signs, at the perilous times he said shall come perilous times, perilous times. And so then you have this three and a half years. It is dark. It's not, it may not be persecution, but man, without the church.
1: It's dark. It's still got, still not going to be good. <laughs>
0: it's not going to be good.
1: You know, are there's going to be things happening that's going to allow that antichrist to rise. Yes. So those things are still going to happen, whatever that, those things are.
0: We don't know who he is, but he has a platform in the United Nations. Now it could yeah. be now that could that could dissipate and, and and go into something else, but but it looks pretty secure from where I'm sitting. Yeah. You know, you had the League you had the League of Nations after World War One, which was called the Great War, and the League of Nations obviously failed, and then World War Two, and out of that came the United Nations with a Security Council, and the Security Council hates every, hates each other because Russia and China and the United States are in the are on that. On that security council. Yeah. Security. What's the security council? So there yeah, is a. Just recently
1: it was just one vote. They, they all voted against Israel and the UN. Except for one. The United States raised their hand. And voted on the side of Israel. Or or Israel would be in a lot of trouble right now.
0: You know I don't want to get down this road too far. But the Bible talks about the eagle's wing covering us. Yes. And, and our national emblem is both it's both uncle sam the man and also an eagle it's interesting that in the scripture there's a nation that appears to and it, he he stands up as a man and becomes an eagle or, or or has the wings and so it we're not exactly sure but it looks like this is the description of the united states
1: it seems like israel would be in a lot of trouble without us right now
0: that's right so, so the, the next another scene, part of
1: scripture seems right. to play
0: out and then finally there's, there's a third temple built, everything's going well, but the Antichrist, the son of perdition, who rules the whole world, can go anywhere in the world, uninhibited. There's one room, one place he cannot enter, and that is the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant is there, where the high priest goes in and sprinkles the blood, as they did in old times. Yes. And he decides... As the
1: scripture says that he goes there to put an end to sacrifice. <laughs> That's right. So that it means that they've been sacrificing again.
0: That's right. And when he does that, that's called the abomination of desolation. Mm-hmm. And that sparks the yes. persecution and the vials and the destruction of the earth in that yeah. three and a half period of time. Yeah. So there's the end of Daniel's 70th week. Right. Amen. You. Is it over? No, I think you did really good. Every Wednesday, Larry, you and me, every Wednesday. Lord, I pray for an awareness to to catch us, to rest our attention. Forgive us of our flagrancy, Lord we we have the scripture but sometimes we're consumed with social media and news and outlets and the business and the cares of this life help there be an awareness and an awakening in the body of Jesus Christ that we would remember that the purpose of our lives is to follow you to be a witness of the holy spirit and to make sure that our hearts are ready Help us to be wise when the midnight call comes and the bridegroom cometh that we are prepared and ready. Those that are hearing this both in this house and live stream and maybe recorded, I pray for everyone, Lord, that hears this word. Let them rethink their level of commitment and consecration. Bring them back, Lord, to total commitment and saturation of the faith, and of worship. Help us not to be foolish, Lord, purposely blinded by the signs of the times. They are all around us. I pray for this church, Lord, that we would become intense in our soul-winning effort to reach everyone. Help us not to commit the sin of omission, to know right and not do it, I pray, Lord, that we would be hungry and thirsty to reach every person we can, our friends and our family, and just tell them we've got to turn our attention to God. We know that you're coming as soon. We don't, we don't want to be blinded by the, by the times or asleep in the light. So I pray tonight, Lord, for all of us. Help us to, in fervency, reach out in love and compassion with love and with fear, whatever it takes to bring people into this house for worship and consecration, to discipline our lives, Lord, so that we can live a holy life unto you. And Lord, I pray against all the trivia and the pettiness and the minor offenses that we build up, Lord, in our lives that would separate us. These are tools of the devil to separate us in the last moment of time. We will not be lost, Lord. And we are determined today That when the rapture comes and the trumpet sounds, we're going to hear that. And in a twinkling of an eye, we will be caught away as the bride of Jesus Christ. Please, Lord, help us not to let these things fall to the ground. Let the words that we've spoken here tonight not become trite. I pray, Lord Jesus, let them resonate in our hearts and minds. Move us and shake us and awake us. I ask you, Lord, even in this season, Lord, of Christmas, we've got to remember your coming was not just so we could celebrate with gifts, but your coming was to die for the sins of mankind. You wrapped yourself in flesh, oh God, and you came in the form of a man. Humble yourself to become a servant, made in the likes of men a little lower than the angels. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that we would satisfy the Spirit's call tonight. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Oh, he's a good God. He's a good God.